Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the Cannabis Today podcast. I'm Steve Blank. On this edition of the podcast, Catherine Sidman hosts Julia Bramante. Julia began her career in the cannabis industry in 2014 at Gobi Labs, one of the first cannabis testing facilities to open in Colorado. She then transitioned to the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment's Marijuana Reference Laboratory as the Quality Assurance Officer, where she currently serves in her role as lead scientist. Julia is also the chair of the Cannabis Chemistry Subdivision of the American Chemical Society, the co-chair of the AOAC-CASP Microbial Contaminants Working Group, and serves on the Colorado Marijuana Science and Policy Work Group. For more of the Cannabis Today content most relevant to you, visit canna-today.com and filter content by categories like subject, host, location, and more. As always, please rate, review, subscribe, and share. Without further ado, Catherine Sidman and Julia Bramante live from the show floor of Concentration 2019 in Palo, California. All right. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in today to the Cannabis Today podcast. I'm Catherine Sidman with Cascade Sciences here on the expo floor um, at Concentration 2019 with Julia Bramante from uh, uh, Cannabis the Cannabis Subdivision of the American Chemical Society. Yes. Did I get that right? That is right, yes. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. So tell us a little bit, just for the people who don't know, uh, all the cannabis geeks are going to know, right. but what is the American Chemical Society? Absolutely. What is that? So the American Chemical Society is one of the largest scientific societies in the world, um, and its main focus is on chemistry, although other scientists um, obviously are part of that organization. And they have been around for over 100 years, um, so their roots stretch way back into history and uh it is really, um, I think, one of the most well-revered scientific organizations um, in the U.S., mm -hmm. especially as a chemist. Uh, you will definitely know the ACS. Uh, of course, and yes. Yeah, of course. Um, everyone will understand what that means. Uh, they are known for promoting very um, rigorous standards and also highly reputable research in mm -hmm. a number of different fields relating mm -hmm. to chemistry and science. Mm -hmm. um, and they also provide things like standardization for um, health regulations for solvent use or mm -hmm. um, chemical health and safety training, things mm -hmm. like that. Um, to really and a lot of continuing it. So I see right. these societies, just for people who aren't familiar, kind of bridge a gap between industry and research. So, so lots of involvement in education. And most people who are graduating with a degree in chemistry are probably going to belong to the ACS after they graduate, right? So they do work in education and then also in industry. So big um, companies like a DuPont, a Bear, a Eli Lilly, like these great big companies would have um, their people come to ACS meetings and be involved in regulations or lobbying efforts, things like that. Yes, that's exactly correct. And we're here because the ACS has seen fit to establish a cannabis subdivision. So tell us how that works. Or it's a committee. So in ASTM, it's a subdivision. In ACS, it's a Com is it a committee? You were actually um, correct the first time. Okay. Other way around. Yep. Yep. So um, the ACS has a number of technical divisions. So uh -huh. um, those are larger divisions that have been deemed both important and um, able to operate under their nonprofit status um, within the ACS. And then underneath technical divisions, there can be subdivisions. So okay. currently, um, CAN is the Cannabis Chemistry Subdivision of the uh, Division of Chemical Health and Safety at the uh -huh. American. 
American okay, Chemical so, Society. So ACS Health and Safety yes, Can. Exactly. And tell me about Can. What does it do? Uh, who belongs? What is your role? Tell me more. Absolutely. So Can. Um, serves to really bring together scientists in the cannabis space and our main objectives are to promote the sharing of scientific work and information um, and also to help establish uh, chemical health and safety standards within the industry and to really create a space for scientists to be able to showcase their work and also come together to collaborate to help drive the cannabis industry forward as well as the scientific community surrounding cannabis. Um, and so I am currently the chair of the Cannabis Chemistry Subdivision and within our subdivision we have a number of different committees to help support those efforts. So um, our committees, our membership committee, our development committee, we have a programming committee that focuses on having a full set of sessions at each of the national meetings of the American Chemical Society that take place twice a year. Uh, then we also have a publication committee that's currently focusing on publishing articles in a number of different media outlets. Um, and also, we have now combined our journal club into our publication committee, and that's something we're expanding. So journal club um, gives us the opportunity to showcase uh, a researcher or someone working in industry, someone working on a novel formulation of a cannabis product, really any area of research or of development. Um, and they give a 25 to 45 minute presentation. Um, and then there's a Q&A session afterwards. So it's sort of like a virtual journal club where we present research, the presenter is then interacting with an audience and able to answer questions. Um, so that's been really successful and we're looking for forward to also expanding that platform in the near future. So stay tuned because I'm sure you all listening uh, eventually start seeing some email blasts to that regard. Um, then we also... You guys just finished your one of your annual meetings. Was it in... Um Washington DC or Boston? What did I right. what did I see? Um, so we just finished our national meeting in Orlando, Florida. Oh, in Florida, uh, okay. Exactly. And um, and so there we had three days of session programming. Um, and for two of those days we had a showcase of our El Soli Award winners. Um, mm -hmm. so that brings me also to our scholarship committee or or our awards committee. And so the El Soli Award is a scholarship that was developed in conjunction with Heidolf North America. Um, so they sponsored us in order Order to make the scholarship possible and um, we solicit to any type of researcher in the cannabis space really so it doesn't need to be a chemist necessarily you don't need any type of um, degree to qualify for the award if you're passionate and working on something in the cannabis space relating to science we encourage you to apply um, and so that's an award that's offered once a year. We um, have our application deadline each year by July 1st. So um, if you are able to submit a resume and an abstract by that date, that would be great. We still have a little bit over a month um, mm -hmm. until that time. What are some of the, um, some of the projects that have been submitted? Give me an right. example of what people are doing. Um, so just this past meeting, uh, there was a presentation regarding relating the cannabis microbiome um, to the region the cultivar that was analyzed was grown. Um, and so that was presented by Stephen Goldman at Fight Attack Laboratories in Denver, Colorado. Um, but it was really fascinating. They were able to see that if you looked at the different microorganisms on a given cultivar of cannabis and then you correlated that to a region um, that it was grown in Colorado, you were able to actually 
in a way predict where a cultivar was grown just by looking at those microorganisms mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. within that's the plant. Fascinating. So that was one that was really that's, interesting. That's fascinating. And yes. how about the awards that were just given out? What were some of who were some of the winners of the uh-huh. award just recently? Right. So um, Stephen Goldman was one yeah. of them. There is also um, Dr. Monica Vialpando. And so she works a lot on um, drug formulation and consulting with the cannabis industry to promote pharmaceutical standards within what's being developed for cannabis. So mm-hmm. that was very informative as mm-hmm. well. We also had uh, Brian Jones um, awarded, and he presented on uh, more of the botanical um I guess, aspects of cannabis. And so he is uh, very involved in plant science and gave a really good background on what the actual um, plant constituents and agricultural perspective is on cannabis. So um, how useful is it for a a professional in science? So you're a chemist. Right. And how useful is it for a professional such as yourself to have um, not just a, an organization, but an organization that's active with meetings where you can go and network and meet other people that are doing exactly what you're doing. Right. I think that's a great question. Real quick, I just want to name the last scholarship oh, winner so, so I don't sorry. leave him out. Oh, no, don't no, leave I'm him just... out at all. <laughs> uh, so the, the final one this past session was uh, Michael Kaufman. So mm-hmm. he works um, developing uh, concentrate formulations in California. And so mm-hmm. he gave a, a very riveting presentation to that regard. So that was great. Yeah. Um, so back to how CAN can help support you as a professional mm-hmm, in the cannabis mm-hmm. space. Uh, it's really been such, in my opinion, such a resource to me um, from the beginning uh, to help network and also to help have your voice heard within the scientific community and to really gain legitimacy in what we're doing. Um, so I joined CAN almost, uh, I want to say, four years ago now, just as a volunteer. And so Mm -hmm. at that time, I was working in a private testing facility in Colorado, one of the first private cannabis testing facilities that opened at the inception of legalization back in 2014. And um, at that time, I really wanted to branch out and to meet other people in the scientific cannabis space Mm -hmm. who may have been going through some of the same difficulties Mm -hmm. I was or may Mm -hmm. have some other insights that I hadn't been able to consider. Mm -hmm. And so CAN really provided that for me. And I was actually really surprised to learn that the ACS had a cannabis chemistry subdivision. And when I did, I Mm -hmm. immediately um, wanted to get involved. Uh, And so all of those um, initial impressions proved to be true and then some, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, It has really connected me with an incredible community of scientists. It has also um, given me the opportunity to both help promote um, the dissemination of scientific work um, within the cannabis space and then to also bring other people in to help expand that community and expand that network and just mm-hmm. continue to grow and push mm-hmm. really um highly reputable research as well as standards for the industry. Right. Right. I think that it's, you know, I see the cannabis industry doing two things. It's like on the one side, we want to bring people from science in, like come give us your science because we want it. But on the other side, people from cannabis also need to be that ambassador to their other industries. You know, I'm like when I serve on a school board, I'm an ambassador. When I go to church, I'm an ambassador for cannabis just, you know, in those pockets of my life. And so integrating things that have been separated before, you know, societies like the, uh, the ACS and an industry like cannabis that just didn't get to cross over. And so getting those things together, normalizing cannabis, and then 
also bringing in some science that's going to mess up the cannabis cheeseburger a little bit. Yes. Right? I mean, there's a lot of things that traditionally we've done. Make that RSO with naphtha. Go ahead. I mean, you know, that where, where when we have more oversight, more regulation, more robust testing and information, we might go, huh, that wasn't a great plan. Exactly. Exactly. I think you put that very elegantly that you become an ambassador and then Mm -hmm. also in doing so that helps drive forward some more logical regulations and standards and um, different, I guess, guidelines to go by as we develop those and learn what may be a great idea and what may have been a bit of an oversight. Right. (laughs) I love that you mentioned I love that you mentioned Hide Off North America because, um, you know, in the spirit of full disclosure, Uh I sell Hide Off Road of Apps like none Uh other. Uh-huh. And so, and I love that. I love the brand. I love the product. I love the people. You know, Cascade Sciences and Heidelf are great partners. Um, but I love that they're giving back in this way, and and it's super smart of them. You know, the way um, back in the day, um, Apple Computer gave all sorts of computers to education, and everybody was like, "Why would you give away computers?" Okay, well, anybody who's younger than thirty probably had an Apple computer in their classroom. That's why you give away computers because that's what they're comfortable with that's what they want to buy that's what they want to do Hydeff does a lot of work with education and their rotary of operation products their uh, bench top stirs you know all of the different ancillary lab products that they have getting those into the university and then Hydeff does a lot of really good work with the CAN subdivision of the ACS and giving back to the industry in that way. Yes, they absolutely do, and it is greatly appreciated. I I can echo that by saying they have just been so supportive of our mission and our vision, and they truly do just want to see us succeed. And Mm -hmm. um, there are other people and uh, companies who I think are similar-minded in that regard. And... um, I think that speaks to the true profound nature of trying to drive things like this forward in completely legitimized, established organizations like the ACS. Um, People see that it is a big statement. And I think that's something that will have a ripple effect throughout the whole scientific community. And so having um, being involved in education, getting chemists while they're young and fresh and idealistic and haven't been ruined yet by <laughs> they haven't quite been jaded by graduate school by or graduate the industry or, or by <laughs> or by corporate America that's right right? That's right I mean you know get them straight out of school and let's make cannabis a viable option for a career path absolutely I that's love actually it. what led me into it um, I graduated and I didn't have much interest in working in oil and gas and I didn't have interest in working for big pharma and how do you so- feel about paint Paint, paint paint is viable I, you know, for a chemist. I, it, it could be. That is not something I could say piques my interest at that point either. And so that eliminates a lot of jobs as a chemist. Right. right? Uh, All of them, I think. Exactly. And so um, that led me into the cannabis industry. And I, I am very grateful for that opportunity. Right. right. Yeah. And so when you're not... Um, volunteering and working with CAN, what do you do? So I'm currently the lead scientist at the Cannabis Reference Laboratory for the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment. Um, so I, I would just, for the benefit of everyone listening, if that sounded sexy when she said it, you should have seen <laughs> her say it, because I'm just telling you I have a total girl crush right now. Um, say what you do one more time. So I'm the lead scientist for the Cannabis Reference Laboratory at the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment. So that's a fairly new laboratory. Um, 
it was officially opened about two years ago now and the main objectives of the laboratory are to conduct robust method development and validation um, for the various regulated tests for cannabis so that would be pesticide residue analysis cannabinoid concentration um, my favorite resi residual solvent my favorite solvent analysis was, <laughs> yep that's next on the list um, heavy metals analysis and then also salmonella, sugar toxin producing E. coli, viable yeast and mold count, and some aspergillus testing as mm -hmm. well. So mm -hmm. um, those are our main projects at the moment. Uh, we also hope to one day be able to serve as a resource to industry to help resolve any disputes or any investigative samples that may um, come uh, or may arise within the industry. Um, so, Julia, I think that that's awesome. Yeah. How can people get involved? So you don't need to be a chemist. To belong to can um, and it um, so if I would encourage businesses if you're a business in the cannabis industry sign up because there's a huge so so a lot of the way that the cannabis subdivision can um, uh, what's my word uh, expand expand uh -huh. and and you know move up and kind of even right. become more um, even become more active is with membership, right? Yes. So that's how the ACS sort of grades you, right? Uh -huh. Is with membership. So tell me about that. Yes. So um, now that we are a subdivision, there are a number of different criteria we need to develop within our operation in order to show that we are both legitimate and structured enough to operate as our own technical division. Mm -hmm. And so a huge component of that is to have a strong membership base because mm -hmm. that helps support the mm -hmm. eventual division. Um, mm -hmm. And so membership is huge for us, both from that logistical standpoint and then also to the other aspect you spoke to, which is to expand our network mm -hmm. and to create a stronger and more vast network of scientists that we can all mm -hmm. use as a resource and communicate together to really um, dive into different concepts and help disseminate guidelines to help distribute research that we're working on. Mm -hmm. um, that all goes hand in hand as we grow. Mm -hmm. So I, I encourage um, if you're an extraction company, yes. if you're a gear manufacturer, um, certainly if you're if you're a consultant or something um, in this space, I would want to see your membership certificate on the wall of your office yes. um, and know that you're involved. So your involvement in CAN is going to help promote cannabis to the ACS, which is huge. And it's also going to help promote that research and standard development that the whole industry needs. So if people want to join, sign up, learn more about it, how can they do that? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find us at canachem.org. And there is a become a member link on there that will walk you through the steps to join our mm -hmm. subdivision through ACS. Um, and if you are a company, I also recommend that you sponsor your employees to become mm -hmm. members because that also helps support your business. And one of the main benefits is that once you join, you have access to this vast network of cannabis scientists and regulators, people who are also probably working through a lot of issues that you encounter in your own business. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it, mm -hmm. um, if you this is the buddy consulting network right. and it's really great and, right. and you know there's times when you really you need to hire somebody because you have to have their focus and their attention and there's other times that you just have a question and you need a, a community to address that question to um, and this is where you're gonna find a lot of smart folks that's right all right Julia is uh, Instagram Instagram yes so we are 
Can D Chaz. So that is C-A-N-N-D-C-H-A-S. So that's our Instagram handle. You can also find us on Twitter and on Facebook and LinkedIn. Um, And we're always posting about events that we have coming up. You'll see links there also to our various... networking events and we'll even um, do our best to really promote job opportunities within okay. the cannabis space so those are posted to our social media platforms frequently uh, and then of course our community of scientists are on our social media platforms so that's a great way to get into contact Julia Bramante uh, b- b- pre- chair are you chair what is yes. your title chair uh-huh. of the cannabis subdivision of the American Chemical Society thank you so much for joining us today thank you so much Kat I appreciate it Join the conversation, connect with us on social media. If you're in the L.A. area later this month, join us at the Cannabis World Congress and Business Exposition at the L.A. Convention Center September 26th through 28th. For details on exhibitors, conference schedules, and more, visit CannabisMeansBusiness.com. Use promo code CANNATODAY19 at checkout and save 20% on your three-day Super Saver Pass. Thanks again for listening to the Cannabis Today podcast.